Pittsburgh Steeler fans, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I am so glad to be with you for another episode of Bad Language. There is so much craziness running around in my head. It's like this uh, crazy coked out hamster. No, I'm not, but the hamster is just running around thinking about Steeler stuff, just going nuts. And that's what I share to you. So I thank you for allowing me into your headphones, into your speakers, into your car radios, into your, well, I know I'm not on a track, but wouldn't that be cool if I was, that'd be awesome. I know those, them, their, uh, iPods and that, you know, uh, ear pods, air pods. I drive my son crazy when I call them ear pods. Uh, yeah, that's just so much fun to do, but thank you for letting me be a part of your world and sharing my Pittsburgh Steeler thoughts with you. Uh, I know I'm going to get in trouble for that hamster comment, but eh, I'm going to keep it in. It's just fun. So speaking of fun, if you love to read about the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's what behind the steel curtain.com is about Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield and company. They have so many writings each and every day, just like we have three original podcasts every single day that you can go ahead and check out here with the likes of the aforementioned Jeff and Dave, also Jeffrey Benedict. You've got Paul, Joe, and Chris, the Ohioans. We've got guys like Marky D and Matty P., from down under, you've got Coach Kevin Smith, you've got Tony Defio, you've got Shannon White, you've got me, you've got Jeremy Betts and Andrew Wilbar, you've got Kyle Kreis and Greg Benevit. They're comedians, and they are absolutely fantastic. I'm coming from the left coast, but there are Yinzers through and through, and that's what, what Yin's talking about is all about. So there's so many, if I missed anybody, I do apologize. It's just great stuff. It's a great podcast platform. Did I mention Jeffrey Benedict? Cause he is fantastic as well. And he has a show coming up tomorrow morning and it is from the cutting room floor. You don't want to miss that. And you don't want to miss tonight with Shannon, Tony, and myself on the Steelers hangover. So with that being said, I want to talk about some major stuff. There's been so much talk this week, and it's about money. And I hate talking about money. I really do. And the title of the show is Be Glad That You Don't Hold the Steelers Checkbook. Yeah, you're not writing the checks, and that's for good reason. I'm glad you're not writing the checks. I'm glad I'm not writing the checks. Not great with money. I've, uh, I could say that. In fact, I've, uh, I have a, re- a restraining order pending that's probably coming from Omar Khan. Cause I've been asking him over and over and over again to come to my house and teach my wife how to balance the checkbook. You know, you gotta be good with money. And a lot of people, when the Steelers decided to go ahead and take a money guy for their general manager, a lot of people we're upset about that. And which I thought it was the most brilliant thing. You want a good money guy in your organization. When you pick the treasurer, pick somebody that's good with money, somebody with integrity too. My son, he's 14 years old and he is the treasurer for 
one of his scout organizations. And it's absolutely fantastic to see him learning about money and balancing and making sure that everything's all right. And it's going to really look good for him in the future. My daughter, money burns holes through her pockets like crazy. She's not a good money manager yet. So I'm going to have to get her brother to teach her some tricks, you know, just to think about some things. And that's something that, you know, used to have home economics back in the day. Need to have economics, economics a little bit better. I'm, I'm sure they're doing some more of that these days. I know a lot of things have changed since Richland High School in 1989. I learned how to sew a pillow and, and cook pancakes, make pancakes, cook pancakes, bake. You don't bake pancakes. I, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is that it's just an opportunity to know how you need to balance things. So when a new free agent comes up, when somebody gets cut from another team, you hear it all the time. You hear it from people here at BTSC as well. Oh, they got to go after that guy. They've got to go after this guy. They need to go after this guy. It doesn't matter if he's got a hook leg and, and an eye patch. You should go get him because he was a pro bowler seven years ago. Go ahead and get that guy. doesn't matter what to spend. Get the big name. No, don't get the big name. Get the name that fits. If you listened to Here We Go, the Steelers show with Coach Kevin Smith the other day, he talked about something fantastic. He talked about hiring an assistant coach. As you know, he's a championship winning coach in New Jersey, head coach of football. And they had an opportunity to pick up as an assistant coach an acclaimed head coach in the area. Somebody with great college ties, somebody that's a legend in the area. But they decided to go with a 24-year-old that was hungry, that fit their system a little bit better. And that's it. Just because you don't know the name doesn't mean that they're not going to be good. Just because you know the name doesn't mean that they're going to fit like a glove. It just doesn't mean that. So big names are great, but the Steelers have done so well over the years not getting big names. I remember when Albert Hainsworth, and this was... I think going into the 2010 season and I was working down towards DC and I was listening to DC radio and the Washington Redskins at the time before they were the commanders before they were the football team they decided to throw a big free agent contract at one Albert Hainsworth it was a big mistake he was a big name and I remember at that time guys going on DC radio and they were complaining. They were upset and they're like, why did we throw money at this guy? Why did the, does the Washington football team go ahead and go after these guys all the time with big names? Cause they were fresh off. They were like just 10 years past them going after an aged Bruce Smith and Deion Sanders and, I mean, Andre Reed and all these guys that were way past their prime. 
they put a great Pro Bowl team together if it was 1993, but it was 1999, 2000. And it just didn't work because these guys were, they were done. They were at the ends of their career. And I guess they were, I mean, this was 10 years before the Miami Heat put together a dream team, but it looked like they were trying to put together a dream team, but it was a nightmare for them. It really was. And so they were upset about the Hainsworth thing. And they said something, why can't the Redskins at the time be like the Patriots or the Steelers and go after pieces of the puzzle? And if you know me, and if you know anything that I've ever said, Pieces of the puzzle are perfect for Pittsburgh. Man, I went alliteration crazy there, didn't I? They really are. When the Steelers signed Ryan Clark in 2006, do you think I was elated? I didn't know who he was. I didn't even, I've never even heard of him. But he was on a playoff team the year before. He was a great piece of the puzzle. And when he came to Pittsburgh, he was perfect. It, it, was the, it was a great fit. He became a vocal leader of that team. It was the right place to be. That's kind of why I'm, I'm excited about the Mitch Trubisky thing. I think the change of scenery is going to work even better for a guy like that. But you never know. I might be wrong. I'm not afraid to say when I'm wrong. I always say when I'm wrong. I'll tell you when I'm wrong. I didn't say, man, why did they pick up this Ryan Clark bum? I just didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, I I think I did say that, well, that's not a, I don't know who that is. So it's not a, a big deal to me. Ended up to be a huge deal to the franchise, getting him. It was so big of a deal when he didn't play in Denver, people freaked out. You might not get T-bowed if this guy's playing in Denver, if Ryan Clark is playing. That Tebow thing might have not happened. We might be talking about the Steelers being in another Super Bowl in, at the end of the 2011 season. But they did get Tebowed. And it happened. And you would have never had that guy. And you find out that, well, somebody knew what they were doing. Other reason I wish, I'm glad I don't have the checkbook is because of this. They just pick up a guy in their scouting department. I believe it was Mark Sadowski. If it's not Mark, I apologize, but I believe it's Mark. But Mr. Sadowski has been 17 years in the league. And somebody he even here at BTSC said, uh, ho-hum, what kind of move is that? Uh, is that, I'm assuming they work together in New Orleans, that being Omar Khan and Sadowski. But you know what? I mean, they it was just not a flashy move, and it wasn't just a move that that was uh, exciting to that person. It's a it's one of our guys at BTSC that I think is just fantastic in their knowledge. But my thing is, you can get a bargain, no name brand, and it'd be perfect. How many times have you? said to somebody, go ahead, try this brand. Well, I've never heard of this brand. Well, try it. And then they come back a month later and said, all right, I'm so glad you recommended 
Mr. Jimmy's stuffed shells. I think they're the best stuffed stuff shells I've ever had. I've never heard of Mr. Jimmy before, but they're great. If there is a Mr. Jimmy's stuffed shells, I don't know, but I'm just going to trademark that right now. Buy some Mr. Jimmy's today. Mm-mm, cheesy good. But I'm so glad you recommended that. And the next thing you know, everybody's getting Mr. Jimmy's, and then Mr. Jimmy's is is a top-shelf thing. Then they're charging more for Mr. Jimmy's, but you caught Mr. Jimmy's first. And you helped grow the brand. Now you're cursing. Why did I tell everybody about Mr. Jimmy's? But the thing about it is those no-names, they're hungry. The guys that you're not excited about Somebody was excited about it. They did something. They did something that the people in the know know about it. So just like Ryan Clark and Mr. Sadowski, you know, be glad that these people know what they're doing. But I hate the checkbook. I, I really do. Because everybody talks about how you should have tried five different places before you bought because you should have done this. I like to just be completely ignorant when it comes to money. And my wife hates that I do it, but I put everything on her. So if there's a mistake or a problem, I never say a word to her because I'm not the one doing it. I'm not the one that is worrying about paying this bill and figuring out how we're going to fit this bill and add another bill in. That's what your football team's doing. But don't be the guy just sitting on the couch saying, hey, you should have bought this or you should have never bought that. I told you. Oh, my gosh. I told you. We're hearing I told you's now on Stefan to it. I told you he was going to do that. People like like tweeting to us. You didn't listen to me. It's like, okay, you got it right. But you didn't know for a fact you weren't hanging out with Stefan to it. At Notre Dame, you weren't with him at the gym. You weren't eating Mr. Jimmy's stuffed shells with him. You guessed and you got it right. Of course, when I guess and get it right, I say, wow, I actually got one right. 90 wrong and 10 right for the year. Woohoo. Yay, me. But that's the thing. So we're going to talk more about this. More about checkbooks, more about the such when we come back. And it's going to be all Steelers. Next on Bad Language, the second half is right after this. Welcome back to the second half of Bad Language from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I am Brian Anthony Davis, your podcast producer. So glad to be here. Remember, check out everything that BTSC has to offer, whether it's editorial, whether it is on audio, our audio platform, our YouTube and Facebook platform as well. But go ahead and download it. It's free. It's easy. There's so much. You don't want to miss any of it with 19 different podcasters and 19 different shows every single week. There's lots of good stuff. 
and you will be in the know because that's what we do. That's how we do it at BTSC. Let's get back into it. Or as my good friend Tone Look would say, let's do it. So we are going to get back into it. And I'm talking about how I don't want to have the checkbook. Talking about how Mrs. Bad, she handles all of the money in our house. She's not working right now. I'm the one working. But she handles the money and she takes care of the money. And I tell you what, I think she is the tougher job. It's easier for me to go ahead and bring it home, but she's got to manage it. So who has the tougher job? Is it Mike Tomlin? Who's going to just get the work done? Or the person who has to make sure that everything is balanced? Well, that's neither here nor there, but think about it. That's It's a really tough job being the one making those pricing decisions, making those buying decisions. When we go to a restaurant, this happens every single time. The server will come and they will hand me the check. And my wife just grabs it now because I used to slide it over to her. I don't want to see the check. If she goes to the restroom, she said, you could have signed the check and put the tip on. I don't want to put the tip on it. I don't want to do that because I want to be ignorant. I want to be in bliss. I don't want to know what we spent for that. So when you have all of these people talking salary cap and what we need, I hate it. I don't talk salary cap. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. If you want to hear about the salary cap, you go to guys, you go first to Dave Schofield. That guy knows salary cap like he knows Star Wars. He knows it and knows it well, and he's really good at it. Matt Peverell is another one. I trust him with salary cap information, too. He's very good with it. There's so many other people at BTSC that can do it. But you notice every time there's a move, BTSC, Dave Schofield has something out on how this move affects the salary cap. You heard that with Stefan to it. So when that check comes and that server brings it to us, I'd rather not know what we're spending. Now, I know I have to know what we're spending for the Steelers, and I feel like nobody's been spending better than Omar Khan. But everybody's going to second guess Omar Khan. And nobody wanted Omar Khan because he is not a football guy. How can you not be 17, 18 years, almost 20 years in the league and not become a football guy? For goodness sakes, he was on the sidelines as a Gotham Rogue assistant coach in a Batman movie. Yeah. What was that? The Dark Knight Rises, I think. That's pretty amazing. He's a movie star, too. But I want the money guy. I want the guy that's good with money every single time. Because scouts are a dime a dozen. And excuse the pun. Now, good scouts aren't. But good scouts are out there. The ratio is probably 50 to 1. Scouts to money guys. Give me the money guy. And they did it right. They brought in an assistant general manager. So two heads are better than one. That's what I like. 
you know, Mike Tomlin's going to put his head in there. Do you think Mike Tomlin worries about money? He's like, hey, that's your job. Don't worry about it. You guys take care of it. I'm going to go ahead and take care of this. That's a good thing. But we, we go crazy about how the money is spent. We want them to go get the free agent no matter what the cost. This guy's a wizard. I always joke that Omar Khan can find money in the couch cushions and get another guy. You know how we were talking about the I told you so guys? One of the main times I was an I told you so guy was when I got attacked a couple years ago on a show. Just verbally attacked. And in print, Keyboard Warriors got me. They got me, I tell you. They got me! What happened was the phrase that I got thrown at me, bad with what money? Like, I said, look, I think they could go out and get a good backup offensive lineman. And this is before the offensive line was in shambles. The only guy gone was Big Ragu. Steelers still had Pouncey. They still had DeCastro. They still had Villanueva. You know, but uh, they really need a backup offensive lineman. And you know who's out there? Steve Wisniewski. And they laughed at me. They're like, yeah, where are you going to get Wisniewski money bad? Come on, quit dreaming. And next thing you know, a week later, they pull in Wisniewski. Did it end up working for the team? No. I'm not going to say that it did. Come on, bad. You know Wisniewski sucked in that. He was hurt. It didn't work. Yeah, that's fine. But the answer to the question was, you need to go ahead and bring a guy in. This is the guy that I think maybe they should bring in. And they did. Because it kind of worked. And I was doing the uh, top free agent lists at the time. And he looked like he was a good fit based on what he was paid in Kansas City the year before. So, no, the, the signing didn't work out. But it was a good signing for the money and for the situation. No one's going to say that it was a bad sign. We, I mean, hindsight is 2020. You can go and say, oh, that sucked because he wasn't good. Yeah, anybody can do that. I know. But what I'm saying is that it was what they thought they needed at the time, and it worked. It just didn't work the way they wanted it. When they brought Zach Banner back in last year, that looked like it could work. And it looked like they brought him in on the right money. He wasn't healthy enough. But there was indications that he could be. It was a gamble, but they didn't gamble too much. They didn't give away too much on it. Then you have the Cleveland Browns giving guaranteed money to Deshaun Watson. My gosh. They're giving $275 million to him, and they might not even see him in 2022, but they've got to pay him everything. That's a fully guaranteed contract. You're not going to see a contract like that ever in Pittsburgh. And if you do, be sad. It's going to suck if that happens. You know that. I would hate that. You would hate that. But it's always 
easy to say this is what the team should have done. This is what Omar Khan needed to do. Now, right away, Omar Khan is facing something fierce. Stefan Tuit leaves. And as soon as Stefan Tuit leaves, everybody's saying, Steelers need to sign this guy. Larry Ogunjobi. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'd love to see Yinzers get a hold of that, though. That's awesome to me. Or they should bring in Ndamukansu. He's 35. Still, there's a part of me that wouldn't mind him coming in. But here's the thing. How many of you have multiple children? How many of you have multiple girls in high school that you're buying prom dresses for? Or how many girls in college that have graduated and now you might be paying for weddings? Can't blow the whole budget on one when you have the others coming up. You've got to be fair in that situation. So when Omar Khan has the checkbook and he makes a decision for a team, he's got to not only look at the welfare of the team, make sure that it doesn't get repoed or in this situation going over the cap. He's got to make sure that you're taking care of the rest of the team. He's not thinking about one player. He's thinking about 53. He's thinking about how they fit. He's thinking about what is going to make best sense. So when you're out buying a Stouffer's lasagna and you might be able to get a good value lasagna that actually tastes just as good and it feeds your family and everybody has full bellies as they sit and stream shows together. They stream season four of Stranger Things on a full belly of Stouffer's lasagna or great value lasagna. And you might save about $10. That's why you make that decision. As a scout master, I teach my scouts. I'm like, look at ounces. Look at everything. Look at how much it costs. If it's two for $4, but you're getting way too much and you're going to waste it. Or if it's one of these and you're paying like $1.89 for it, but you're getting more, look at that. Look at all of the factors. And that's what a good decision maker with a checkbook is going to do. Absolutely. That's what they're going to do. So you've got to make those right decisions. You've got to, Think about the other things. It's so easy for us to tell you how to run the business. Then we throw back at you, but what about this? What about that? Think about Rachel on Friends. Who's this FICA and why did they take all my money? By the way, the great line. Love me some Jennifer Aniston, but brilliant. That was the first season of Friends and she had a job for the first time in her life. We think that we know what's right for the team. We think we should be told everything that's going on with the team. There's people up in arms that they didn't know what was going on with Stefan to it. 
Maybe Stefan Tuitt didn't make his decision to the end. And people were complaining that the Steelers did nothing. They went out and got a guy in the third round. How is that doing nothing? So being the guy with a checkbook would stink because everybody wants to tell you how you did it wrong. But when you don't care and you know you're doing it right, and then you could tell the I told you so's, I told you so at the end, then it's justice. Then it's right. So that's it. So before you complain about how other somebody else is spending the money, go ahead and get an Excel spreadsheet. Go ahead and balance that budget. Go ahead and take a look at it and know that, my gosh, that's an Excedrin headache number nine. Do they even make Excedrin anymore? If so, you get a free plug and you owe me some money. I've got a headache. And I've been subdued. This has been bad subdued, bad unplugged today. Not because I have a headache. It's just because this is not a, oh, get riled up situation like I was yelling and screaming last week about Deontay Johnson. So it's food for thought. It's something to think about. This, my friends, has been another episode of Bad Language. Make sure you check out btsc.com or btsc wherever you find your favorite podcast to download go ahead and throw one in for us you won't regret it we're here every week and pick the one you like pick the one that fits you well and then you're gonna find others and go hey i like this one i like this scobro show i'm gonna check out the stat geek and then wait a second Dave's on a show with Bad and and Jeff. And even though I hate Bad, I'm going to check out that show. Then I'm going to check out Three Let's Rides every week with Jeff. And wait a second, Jeff has a special guest. It's Jeffrey Benedict. I'm going to check out his show. Wait, he's on a show with Shannon White? I'm going to check out that show. He's with Tony. Maybe, maybe I'll check out Tony. Oh, wait, they're on with Bad. Bad's a jerk. But I still have Tony. I like him. Still like Shannon, I like him. And then it's snowballing. And you'll realize it's good, so check it out. So, thank you all as I end everything here. Be safe, be true to yourself, and always be behind the steel curtain. This has been Bad Language. I am Brian Anthony Davis, and I ain't apologizing for nothing.